Hello and welcome to Emily's Insights to Sport. My name is Andrew Clark and I'll be uh, talking with Emily O'Mara in a few minutes and we'll talk through what we're calling the individuals episode. So we're going to have a look and get Emily's thoughts on a bunch of individuals at AFL level um, and who she thinks is going to do a certain list of things. So we're going to look at the All-Australians, the Brownlow Medal, the NAB Rising Star and the whole lot. So um, sit down, buckle in and let's go. Welcome, Emily. Thank you for having me. Well, it's your show. <laughs> <laughs> true that. True that, true that. So um, let's start, start with the, the important part because um, uh, I'm a big fan and big believer in the All-Australian team, um, but mm. I reckon it's made some dud choices in the past few years. So um, let's get your thoughts on who's going to make this year's team. Well, I think that Jared Lyons is a pretty good, um, pretty good shout. I think... Uh, He's quite young as well, so even if he doesn't um, get in the Australian team this year, there's plenty of years to come. But yeah, he's been, you know, he's been really good this year, um, averaging 20, 22 disposals, and yeah, I think he's been quite important for Brisbane for the past two years or so. Okay, um, who else do you think is going to get up for their first jumpers? I also think Christian Petrarca. He's um, an interesting one. He's um, yeah, he's, uh, he's been really damaging and he's not only racking up the ball a, lot, a lot, the ball a lot, but kicking a lot of goals as well. Um, and Jordan Ridley, he's um, been an important backman for Essendon this year. He's had a breakout year and he's also been in the, content, in the intercepting marks, not only, but also um, racking up a lot of disposals. Mm. So yeah, he's been... But Petrak is the interesting one to me because he's um he's been quietish for the early part of his career, but he's um he's got that body like he's strong, physically strong. Um, he's got a penetrating kick and all those sort of things. And um, in a lot of ways, he reminds me of Dustin Martin. And um, I don't reckon Dustin Martin's first three, four, or five years were all that great either. Well, they were good, but they weren't like at the level that his last few have been at. So, uh, are we perhaps on a cusp of something special from Petraka? Yeah, I think that um. This year wouldn't be a fluke. I think that um, in you know he'll be a lot more consistent in these past couple um, years ahead, and yeah, he's just um, been really important this year specifically. Hmm. And now Ridley from Essendon. I mean, they've um, their backline's been under siege a little bit, so it's uh, pretty easy to shine, isn't it, when the ball's coming your way a lot? Yeah, um, yeah, he's um, had a good year this year. Um, he's averaging eighteen disposals and. Yeah, um, he's he's been really good for that, you know, intercepting marks as well, um, and his kicking is um, also um, very accurate and can be really handy in the backline for Essendon. All right, who else are you seeing as coming up as possible first timers? I think um, Andrew McGrath is yeah. Um, he I think he's he's averaging twenty two disposals. I think he's right up there in the contest for. Australian and um, yeah, uh, he's uh, he's injured at the moment, but um, he's had a fantastic year, and I think that he'll be he'll just get better um, in in the future. All right, and, um, who else we got lined up? Anybody else? I think Bailey Smith is another one. I think he he'll be right up there as well with um, averaging. Uh, 21 disposals and uh, yeah he's had a 
massive breakout year. Um, if the rise, if he had his first year this year, he would definitely win the NAB Rising Star, I reckon. Yeah, but not for his haircut, would he? <laughs> no, I think that's um, affecting <laughs> a bit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Um, it's, it's interesting. I mean, um, the AFL Players Association haven't released it yet, but they do that 22 players under 22 which is probably an indicator as to where the stars are coming from in the future. And I think, you know, Bailey Smith's going to figure very well in that. So, uh, yeah, it'd be yeah. interesting to see where he ends up. Um, so who else have we got? Because I'm, I'm looking around, like I've done a bit of my research on on who's listed and who's not listed and to see who's possibility. So um, uh, we've got Luke Ryan from Fremantle. Has he been in before? Um, I don't no, I don't think he's had an Australian yet, but I think that, yeah, he's had a really massive year for Fremantle and um, yeah, he's just been that um, intercept marking defender for them and just been really important in different areas for Fremantle. Um, yeah, I just, I think he'd be right up there as well. And what about Tom Papley? Has he had a one, one before? Um, no, I don't think he has one, but yeah, he's, um, I think that he, he could be snubbed this year can, can, um, considering all the other forwards like um, Josh Kennedy, Tom Hawkins and Dan Butler are also doing really well this year. He could be potentially snubbed, but he's definitely an option for Australian. But if you're going to be fair, you've got to have a couple of small guys in there, don't you? You can't just load it up with, with big chunky blokes all over the place. That's true, but yeah, like Dan Butler's a small forward. Um, yeah. Um, so you'd have Butler in front of Papley? I'm not sure, but I think um, they're both a very good chance. Okay. Um, so most of the other people I see have probably been in before um, at some point in time. Most of the people are being tipped. So give me your spine. Who do you think are the old blokes who are going to form the spine of this team? I think Tom Morgan's quite old. I think, um, yeah, he'll find that. And um, Patrick Dangerfield, he's, um, he's um, of course, doing well at his age. <laughs> Always is. Um, can but be... is he only... Is it like, I mean, I don't reckon he's had that great a year, really. I mean, No, but... So does he deserve it on this year's form or is he de- does he deserve it because of who he is? Well, I think, I think that... Um, a lot of some some people being you know biased because you know he's a bit he's Patrick Dangerfield you know but um yeah um he's a big name but this year um not as good as you know his past years and but um yeah I think I don't think he's up for I don't think he's Weggle Australian but yeah he's um had an an all, an all right year hmm. and what about Josh Kennedy or Charlie Dixon would you have one of them or both of them I think. I'd like to have both, but I think that if we had to choose, I would pick Josh Kennedy because he's um, been a lot more consistent than Charlie Dixon um, has been. Charlie Dixon kicked a lot of goals this year, but, um, you know, he hasn't been as um, consistent in the past, but Josh Kennedy, you know, he's kicked 60-plus goals in the, I don't know, past three years. Yeah, she's been really consistent with that... Um, <laughs> goal kicking and um, damaging um, play. 
Um, so that's pretty much our forward line settled. I mean, we've spoken about a bunch of forwards there. What about the uh, the most hotly contested area, the on-ballers, the midfielders? I mean, I would have thought Travis Boak and Lockie Neal were um, were dead sets. Um, who else do you think sitting there on the um, as possibilities? Hmm, I think Tom Mitchell and um, James Warple might be up for that as well. Um, uh, Adam Trelaw, I know he hasn't played a lot of games, but you know he's been really influential whichever game he's played. Um, um, a- Andrew Gaff as well. He's um, definitely, he's mainly just every year he's been, um, you know, really consistent. And, um, yeah, he's mainly or always up for all Australian. Um, yeah. How about Taylor Adams? I mean, um, I think he's had a cracking season for Collingwood. Yes, I think I think so too. I think... Um, He'll um, definitely be in contention as well. But, yeah, there's um, other midfielders that have been, um, you know, doing a bit better than him, but he's, he's definitely important for Collingwood. I'll roll through a couple of names and say tick or cross after them. All right. So, right. Menegola from Geelong. Cross. Um, we've said Boak, so I reckon Boak's a tick. What do you reckon? Yeah, yeah, tick. Um, Jack Steele? Yeah, definitely tick. Yeah, um, then we've got uh, Lockie Neal. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this bloke called McRae from Bulldogs. <laughs> he goes all right. Yeah, I've, yeah, he's um, he's been really good. Uh, I think that yeah, he, he's definitely definitely definite tick. <laughs> and what about that old bloke from Richmond named Martin? <laughs> <laughs> he's getting quite old, yes. But um, I think no, I don't think he's across this year. Mm. And um, my one is um, Bontem Pally. Has he had a good enough year to be considered? Um, I think he wasn't. He was better than last year than he is now. But this this year, but um, yeah, he's um, he's this year. Um, he's still he's still done reasonably well. But um, last year he did a lot better. And you know, the year before, I th- yeah, I think that um. He's um he's uh, yeah he's con- he's in contention but um I think that um won't be enough this year. Hmm. That's a pity. I like him. His clearance work's amazing. His kicking is no, it's just so good. He's one of the best kickers in the competition. Yeah, and how can you be a hundred and ninety-five centimeter midfielder? It's just a joke, isn't it? <laughs> I know. It's, we expect him to be a forward, eh? <laughs> yeah. Um. And our ruckman. Who's our ruckman? I think that I think um, Brody Grundy and um, Todd Goldstein are two big big names, and you know, being quite consistent as Ruckman's and um, yeah, Todd Goldstein's done really well this year than his past years. And I think that he'll be a good chance up for that. Um, he's um, been racking up a lot of um, hitouts this year and. More than he has in the past, and Brody, Brody Grundy's um been, you know, he's as, as consistent as usual for Collingwood. What about the Nick that bloke? I don't think he'd be over Grundy or Goldstein though. Hmm. But um, remember, it's a popularity contest, isn't it? You know, the um the selectors always choose it on popularity, not on um, not on effectiveness. So he could get there on popularity alone. Uh, yeah, that could be true. 
Crudden. Let's have a quick look at the back line. I mean, Oregon Harris Andrews has been pretty good this year again. Um, he'd be my, my first pick on the back line. Um, yeah, he's um, my view. I think he's the the younger James Sisley and, you know, the younger Robbie Tarrant, I think. Um, yeah, he's just, um, he's he's been important for Brisbane for a long time. And I think that he's one of the best um, insert markers the the game has. Hmm. And what about Sisley? You mentioned him. Is he a chance? I mean, I would have thought his last year was better than this year, but um, he's still bloody good. Yeah, yeah. He's, um, yeah, he's a very good player, but um, he's injured at the moment, isn't he? But, um, yeah. yeah. Only um, for a couple of weeks, though. But it, it, you never know. Some three or four games could, you know, be a, um, influence your chances for Australian or best and fairest, whatever it is. But, yeah, um, yeah, I think um, he's only going to get better. Mm. All right. What about someone like Stephen May? Is he a, a chance to get up this year? I think, yeah. Um, I think it's a bit of a question mark around him. I'm not. I'm not sure if um whether he's um in in or out. But yeah, he's, he has been a little inconsistent. But this year he's um you know he's um unexpectedly done better than um you know we all we all thought he would. But yeah, I think um. He's, he's, I think he's good contention, but I don't think he's over, you know, like Harris Andrews or Jordan Ridley or, you know, all those other defenders. Mm. Um, and what about our flanks and our back pockets? I mean, I think we mentioned Luke Ryan a little bit earlier. Um, what about some of the other people that we're looking at? Yeah, I think um, uh, Adam Saad is, um, yeah, he's very good um, halfback and, He's he's always been that running carry, and he's been very reliable for Essendon. His ball using is um, it's very it's very um, you know it's very it's very good. And um, I think that yeah, I think he's one of the best um halfbacks in the game with that running carry and you know that ball use. Hmm. Um, Lloyd from Sydney, a chance. Jake Lloyd, yeah, definitely. I think that. Yeah, he's yeah he's be last year he averaged like thirty disposals and um yeah this year he's doing really well as well um he's been very he's probably the most up there for one of the most consistent AFL players in the game um and I think that yeah his kicking is is very good and you know he's um always there for intercept marking as one well, or only just um accumulating the ball and you know reading the play. Hmm. Okay. Oh, we can move on from the All-Australians now, but for mine, I'm, I'm sticking Stephen May in. Um, Oregon, he's only lost, conceded about eight or nine goals for the entire season, which Oregon's a pretty good effort for a big backman. Um, Harris Andrews, I really rate Oregon. He's a superstar. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So they, um, they, they would form my spine, and I really do struggle up forward to put Tom Hawkins in because, you know, just such a pretty boy with his hairdo. And, um, all no. <laughs> but anyway... So that's the All-Australian look. Um, let's just do a quick run through now. I want to go through the teams from top to bottom. And you just tell me who's been their their, their standout or their best uh, performer in terms of doing well and who just hasn't really lived up to expectations this year. So we'll start at the top of the table. 
or the bottom of the table, but the top of the alphabet with Adelaide. Yeah, I think the Rory Sloan, I think he's underperforming a bit this year and, you know, he's averaging 15.8 disposals this year and last year he averaged 24 disposals. So I think he's he's getting to that point where he's just getting older and he's becoming less consistent than he used to be. But, um, yeah, he's he's definitely there for leading the younger younger blokes and um but it's a bit symptomatic isn't it of the year that adelaide had i mean you look at their playing list and it's not a bad playing list on it's not it hasn't dropped off massively from one year to the next and then what they did they went about 14 rounds or something without winning a game this year and now they're three on the trot isn't it so it's a, a strange beast adelaide yeah i think that um they i think that um they might have changed their game plan and um, tried something new, and it's working for them right now. And uh, that new coach, it takes that long to learn what he wants to do. <laughs> so yeah, who's our? So that's our underperformer. Who's our overperformer at Adelaide? Who's the one who's really stepped up to the plate? I think um, Matt Crouch um, has been really important for Adelaide for a long, long time, and so is his brother Brad Crouch. But I think personally, I think Matt Crouch is um is slightly better than Brad Crouch. But yeah, he's um the brothers have both been really important for them for the last couple of years and um there's always been contested beasts and um yeah they're they're great at accumulating the ball and racking up all those disposals that can be really, really influential when you're trying to win a game. Mm. Now there's one person we can't move on from Adelaide without talking about. Um, there's only two players at Adelaide that have kicked more than 10 goals this season. One of them is Taylor Walker, and he's only kicked 14. I mean, it's a bit rough, isn't it? He should be doing more than that. Yeah, I think that um, it, was, it was a bit of a surprise, but he's getting quite old. And I think that, um, yes, the... Um, when you when you the, when you get older in your when your career that you just your body drops up a bit and you know it gets not as energetic and um, um, as strong as it used to be. But yeah, Texas um, surprisingly hasn't done as um, um, as good as we all thought he would do. Mm. So are you retiring him off, getting rid of him? I think maybe another year or two, and then he would go. You're a bit too soft. I'd be, I'd be getting rid of him. <laughs> um, Brisbane. Um, aside from Lockie Neal and Jared Lyons, I mean, who else is impressed there? Um, I think that, um, yeah, I think that Alex Witherden. I think he's had a breakout year this year, averaging 19 disposals. He's injured right now, but um, yeah, he's. I think that he's he's taking his game to another level, and not only just um. Uh, in there for those um, intercept marks and you know intercept disposals and possessions, but he's just also racking up the footy um, as well. And I think that is really important for Brisbane and mm, sorry, so be, yeah. the all Australian team. Yeah, I, just, I don't. I don't think he's um, since he's injured. Yeah. I don't think um, Alex Witherden okay. would be out um, for his injured. So who's our underperformer? Um, I reckon they've been pretty even this year. I think this one might be a bit easy to um, notice, but Cameron 
Ellis Yeoman. Yeoman, I think that um, <clears throat> he's you know he's been averaging um, eleven disposals this year. And last year he averaged twenty three disposals, and he's you know he's dropped off a bit this year. Um, but I think he's also been playing a bit out of position from forward to mid, forward to mid. But um, you know wherever you play, you gotta you gotta play your best, don't you? But yeah, he's just um, he hasn't done as well as he has done last year or the year before. There's a couple of people there that have worried me this year. Like I expected a bit more from Oscar McInerney, um, and I expected a bit more from Charlie Cameron. Yeah, I think um, Charlie Cameron. He's yeah, he's um, he's definitely that crafty small forward, like um, <coughs> like um, Tom Papley and all those small crafty forwards. But um, yeah, he's um. Hasn't done as um good as he's done last year, but <clears throat> but he's definitely um wherever he kicks goals or in the games he's um he's been really influential. But he hasn't kicked as many as he would like or Brisbane would like or his fans would like. But well, let's see what he can do at home in the finals. I mean, um, if they do it right, they'll have all three finals at the Gabba, which um be a good outcome, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um. On to Carlton. Um, I reckon you can slag a big name there if you want for the uh, player that hasn't performed. Um, but tell me who has performed first. I think um, um, Jack Nunes, I think he's um, been quite important for them with those um, last-minute goals or at the end of the siren goals. But, mm. yeah, he's, um, he's a very important kick when you need him. And he's very reliable with that kind of situations and areas. Um, and I think that um, Jack Martin hasn't done as well as um, we all thought he would this year. But um, he's um, he hasn't been consistent this year. But I think that um, I think he's mainly a forward. That's my opinion. But um, they're just you know putting the in and outs of different positions. And I think that that's um, potentially. Um, affected his game. Mm. And did the captaincy weigh down Patrick Cripps? I mean, um, just an okay season, wasn't it, really? Yeah, I, th- I don't think it's as bad as the Stephen Cornelio situation, but, yeah, he's. Um, I think that it probably has influenced him just a bit this year. But, yeah, I, I think he's he's definitely a very good leader for the younger ones. But, um, yeah, maybe he's not the right one for Carlton at the moment. And what about those injury-ravaged pies? Um, they've used 40 players this season, so surely a couple of them have performed well. Yeah, um, John Degoe, he recently came out of injury and been a surprise um, comeback, a surprise early comeback. And, um, yeah, he kicked a lot of goals on the weekend. But, yeah, so that just shows um, that no matter... Um, no matter if he's injured or not, that he would just, you know, he'd just um, come back and um, be really um, important for Collingwood again. But I think that at some points he's not determined enough to to be committed um, at some points in hmm. for Collingwood. Well, he's either a star or he's a nothing, isn't he? There's no in-between. There's no just, you know, we're just going to gently cruise along and kick a goal. It's either I'm going to kick four or five or I'm going to do nothing. Yeah. Sometimes um, he can be up and down. Yeah. What about Pendles? I mean, it's another good year from him, isn't it? Like, what a superstar. 
Yeah, he's to be to be at his age and yet still being a very important player and one of the best midfielders in the game is you know it's extraordinary because you know he's um quite old and he's getting near to retirement, but um yeah he's um he's he's always been that um um player to target to take him out of the game for um the opposition team and he's trying um to grease his influence in the game yeah. And what about Jamie Elliott? He's going to Jamie Elliott. He's heading to Hawthorne, I believe. You know, he'll look all right there. I think, yeah, I think he struggled with consistency. But once, if I believe that Hawks will get him in the right um, position where he wants to be in his career and where, um, where um, whichever team wants gets him, um, yeah. I think that you just got to use him the right way. And I think that he'll be a superstar once that happens. Yeah. Well, my star for the Collingwood year has been. Um, um, Taylor Adams, I think he's had a cracking year. Yeah. Um, we'll move on to Essendon then. So um, give me your winners and losers there. Plenty of losers. <laughs> I think that, you know, obviously Andrew McGrath and Adam Saad and John Ridley have been that um, beneficial thing. But um... well, there's a bloke named Jake Stringer who's only kicked 14 goals for out of his nine goals. Yeah, that's 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 true, but um, yeah, I just think there there are a few that I just can't think of um, who to th- say, but yeah, there is a few there. There's too many to even remember. <laughs> oh, poor old Essen. Um, Kale Hooker, they even dropped him last week, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Um, he's um been up and down in some areas. Um, but. Yeah, he's um whenever he's playing well, he's he's you know he's very um beneficial for them. Yeah, well, I'd say Adam Sard's my star for Essendon, and um he's also a possibility to leave and join Hawthorne as well. So you know, let's just keep going. We'll just pick the eye teeth out of them. <laughs> um, yeah, let's go across to Fremantle. Um, tell me what's going down there. Yeah, I think that um. I think this is quite an obvious one for the for the good performers. I think Andrew Brayshaw has um really been um really noticeable this year, and um yeah, he's just um having a breakout season this year, like we all expected him to do when you're a high draft pick and a high draft pick than his dad and his brother. <laughs> but um yeah, he's um he's averaging twenty disposals, and yeah, he's been really important for them this year, and um. I think uh, Caleb Sarong as well. I think he's um, been that um, important player as well. He's um, I think that um, he's a very good connection for that rising star. But um, yeah, he's been just. I think it's a big steal <laughs> pick eight um, last year's draft. But yeah, yeah, they've got a good bunch of young guys, haven't they? At uh, Fremantle. I mean, they they drafted well last season. Yeah, they got Hayden Young, but unfortunately. Um, he's injured. Yeah. Um, Nat Fife had a pretty good year, I thought. But um, to me, the, the unsung hero is Matt Tabernow. I thought he's been um, really good up forward. I mean, 29 goals so far for the year. Not a bad effort. <sighs> After last week, so I don't really want to talk about him. He just uh, smashed us, didn't he? Smashed yeah. more. No, yeah. no, he's been, he's been good this year, I reckon. So, yeah. yeah. Quite impressive. Um, over to Geelong. I think, yeah, uh, obviously the 
um, Tom Hawkins situation and Patrick Dangerfield, but I think the underperformance would be Joss Selwood. I think he's um, dropped off a little bit this year, but yeah, you know, he's um, he's getting he's getting there to that um, to that older age where, um, you know, where you got to fit in your younger guys and not just have a full team of um, experienced players like Geelong mostly have. They do have, you know, Charlie Constable and Quinton Narkle and Grind Myers, but, you know, you just to, they have a lot more, they have the really old, older list than compared to all the other AFL clubs. Yeah. Just one last one before we move off Geelong. I mean, I think there's been a couple of good things. Cam Guthrie, I think, has had a pretty good year and Menegola's been good along with Mitch Duncan. Um, but where does Ablett fit into it now? Yeah, I just I think that he was good this good last year, but this year's um you know he's um that question mark around for Geelong, and I think that um you know he's in up there in that old age um group, and I think that I don't I don't I don't know what what Geelong want to do with him, but yeah, I think um he's a question mark up there. Well, he and Harry Taylor are probably in their last years, I would have thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what about Gary Rowan? He's a bit of an enigma, isn't he? Um, I never know what to make of him. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I just think that, um, yeah, he's one game. In one game, he's performing really well. One game, he's not. And then, you know, he's um, he yeah, he's 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 um. He's, very damaging when um, he is playing well, but it mm. gets to that point where you need a consistent player that um, that can be a great player for your footy club and um, you know being contenders, being contention for um, um, big awards and stuff like that. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move up to Gold Coast. They're a, a young, developing side, aren't they? Yeah, definitely. I think that. Um, uh, they're, I think they could be going down um, where Brisbane went through where they came bottom of the ladder Brisbane I think yeah Gold Coast would be the bottom of the ladder last year and this year they're coming right up um, I think they're in a similar similar, similar situation with um, Brisbane and um, yeah, I think that um, they've got really great youngsters for the future um, I think some of them are already um, showing their talent and some of them are just um, getting used to the A4 level. And um, I think that um, to have a big group of young players can be also risky, but can be also, you know, very smart and beneficial. So it's either way. It'll be interesting to see how you keep them all together in a couple of years when everybody's circling to try and um, give them bigger wages. <laughs> that is, yep, that... I think a lot of teams will be wanting to get um, the Gold Coast youngsters. Yeah. So, you know, they've got a lot of potential. It's funny, I don't see a lot of downsides on the Gold Coast list this year. I think everybody's done a pretty good job there. Even though they haven't won a lot of games, I reckon they've been pretty good. Yeah, I think um, yeah, it's a bit surprising. I think um, a lot of them is doing really well. Um, Connor, Connor Butterick, he's, um, you know, he's, um, he's, still, he's young as well. And I think that... Um, once uh, last year draft, once I heard that he was a academy prospect for Gold Coast, I thought, um, I don't really know about him. I don't know if he, uh, what's the question mark around him? But uh, yeah, he's just come into the game and you know, he's um, um, showed us what he can do. Yeah, but I think any team that's got a 
people like Matt Rowell and Noah Anderson and um, Isaac Rankin and Ben King, like you've got a pretty good base to build a team, haven't you? It's a, it's a bit like talking Hawthorne in 2005. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, they have um, Ben Ains as well. And um, yeah. yeah, they've got a great group of young players. Yeah. And yeah, I think... Mm. All right, what about Greater Western Sydney? You know, the Ferrari that drives like a Holden. Um, they, just, they just don't get anywhere, do they? I mean, that side should be winning everything. But why, why are they... They're probably not even going to make the finals, are they? Yeah, I think they might miss it, but um, yeah, it's very weird because they've had a lot of great picks in the in the past. You know, like um, Stephen Canilio, Josh Kelly, um, Tim Taranto, all those young ones, and Jacob Hopper. Um, but I think that yeah, that's just surprising when you have that many good picks that you know as doing, you know, in finals contention or you know premiers contention. They were they were in the grand final last year, but they didn't they didn't unfortunately they didn't get there. But um, yeah, just that was um one year, and then this year gone a bit down. So I guess that's showing the question mark around consistency. Mm. So my two underperformers there are the two of the biggest names in the game, which is um I don't think Toby Green's done much this year, and I don't think Jeremy Cameron's done much. Mm. Yeah, I think um, Jeremy Cameron overall is a great player when he when he's in that good form. But um, I think that yeah, this year he um he hasn't done as um um good as we we um all thought he would be because you know last year he's um you know he was right in that um common medal and um yeah, yeah Toby Green yeah he's he he loves to stick out the foot, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. But so yeah, he does. He's a bit dangerous, isn't he? Yeah. I'm not sure he's quite switched on up top. But um, have a look at Jeremy Cameron. He's played all 16 games this year and only kicked 24 goals. Jeremy Finlayson's played 14 games and kicked 19 goals. So you know he's almost being outscored by um by by another Jeremy. Yeah, it's, what I think that about Jeremy Finlayson is um very very surprising because he used to be a defender didn't he um and yeah. he put him up in the forward GIS and he's become a um, permanent key forward for them and he looks so natural doesn't he he's a, he's a yeah. strong mark on the lead and he's a good kick it's almost as if he was always a forward but yeah. was playing in the back line yeah all right now let's do some pain let's go to my boys the hawks right. tell me who's done well um, yeah, I think that um, obviously Tom Mitchell, but um, I think the younger ones around that would be um, James Cousins. I think that he's done pretty well. And Demon Grease um, as well. I think that you've got a really good group of young players. Um, Don't forget uh, Will Day. Yeah, Will Day. I was talking about him. He's doing, yeah, he's doing fantastic this year. And I think that he, yeah, he's definitely right up um, contending with Caleb Sarong for the Rising Star. And I think that... Um, Phil McGuinness, you recently had gave him his debut. I think that he'll be one massive player for you guys. And um, um, at the moment, um, he just needs to get used to the level of the game. And then, you know, he'll be one of the best players in the game, I reckon. Hmm. What about my underperformers? Um, yeah, I think that... Uh, Chad Wingard, um, I think that he hasn't done it yet. Chad Wingard, I think that... Um, They've um, put him forward in the medium, rotating through there. Um, he hasn't. I don't know where he really sits, where he can 
his um main position is because I think that he's most damaging the forward line and can be a bit like um a Robbie Gray or a Tom Papley, but I just I just don't I think that um the other young players in the midfield that should be getting a go then Chad Wingard should go up forward and be that damaging goal kicking forward. Mm. All right. So my um they're my yeah, you're underperformance, aren't they? Um, I could give you a whole show on why Hawthorne didn't go so well this year, but I'm not going to. We're going to move on. Get me out of my pain and we'll get ready for yours is coming soon. <clears throat> so Melbourne. Yeah, um, Angus Brayshaw, I think um, he's um, done really well this year. And um, yeah, he's um, kicked a, a lot of goals against... Um, us recently and um you know he's racked a few disposals up but um yeah I think he'll be up for trade maybe Fremantle might snare him and get both the Brayshaw brothers um but yeah I think um he's um he's done pretty well than he has um a couple of years ago. Mm. So Clayton Oliver's got nice statistics for the year but he doesn't seem to have stood out for me this year I think he's just just been there. Yeah I think um yeah, he's yeah he's obviously uh, been that player for Melbourne, but sometimes you know he's just that player that's um you know just in that team that you just you know he's just been there yeah exactly but um yeah he's um he's um been very important for them in specific areas but um yeah he's um been a bit there and Jack Viney's being targeted by Geelong. I mean um. How would you rate his year? I always think that it's kind of um, crazy that Geelong's going after Jack Viney. I think that um, he's a very loyal player. I don't think he'd be leaving. But, um, yeah, I think um, Jack Viney, um, he, he, he's um, always been that um, really good um, accumulator. But this year, I think um, he hasn't um, been as um, uh, consistent this year. But, um, yeah, he's... Um, that's um important player for leadership and um yeah that um, be too important for leadership. They took the captaincy off him. That's true, but he's he's still he's still there. He's an experienced player, and to you know um help the younger ones. What about the bloke they did make captain? What's your take on Max Gorn's year? Yeah, I think um, he's 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 a, one of the best rucksmen in the game. But I think that um, uh, he's um, a couple a while ago he go, he's been struggling with the injuries with that um, shoulder, and um, you know a lot of he's he's really he's good enough for Adelaide to go and attack him and target him and you know his shoulder injury injury later this year, but um, yeah. Um, He's one of the best ruckmans in the game, definitely. Mm. Now, your boys. Anybody had a good year? I don't think anybody has, have they? I think Jai Simkin has had that good year for us. Um, he's done, yeah, he's um been important for us this year. But um, um, Luke McDonald has had um a surprising good good year this year. Um, I think he just had a wake up call this year, and um. Because the past couple of years, he's just realised that he's in that middle age and he should be performing at that middle age. And now he's just realised that he should get, get on with it, get the game done. Mm. 
Mm. And you mentioned Todd Goldstein earlier. I mean, he's had a good year too, hasn't he? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I think that um, he'll definitely be in that All-Australian. But, um, yeah, um, he's... um, He's always been important for that, um, um, for our midfielders and tapping it down straight to our midfielders, even if we're struggling. <laughs> but yeah, I think um, Togo seems being one of those um, players that been has been trying the most for our team. Um, so you're underperformers. I mean, where do we start? Um, I think, <laughs> I think Jasper Pittard has been. I'm a bit off this year. He did have a fantastic year last year, but um, yeah, I think that he's been a bit under pressure with Reece Shaw not really agreeing with him or Jared Polek and Aaron Hall. I think those three will definitely be um, considered for trade, which is quite sad because, you know, we used them and kind of didn't go our way and were a bit wasted. But um, yeah, I think that this big thing is about Aaron Hall is that... um. I think he's really important for that run and carry, but he's, I just don't think he's determined. When I saw him kick a goal um, against Fremantle, he went straight off for like, a, he went straight off after he kicked a goal, which, what was the reason for that? Like, why would you want to go straight off after you kick that goal? You've got to be determined enough to, to be, you know, to be committed to play um, well for the team. And, you know, he's just been a bit um, not as, um, committed or determined. And we, I think you've really struggled this year is up forward. So I've got no return out of Ben Brown. Um, I know he's missed a few games, but still he's only averaging just on one goal a game. Um, and Nick Larkey, I thought, hasn't really um, grown much this year. Yeah, I think that Nick Larkey has been targeted a lot with mm-hmm. those, you know, really high quality defenders and he's trying to get around that and trying to... Um, trying to find a way to um, try um, get a to avoid um, avoid the um, the hard contest um, with the defenders and maybe he's trying different things because obviously he's struggling but um he did um, kick four goals in one game and um, that obviously that that point of time he did play quite well but um yeah he just needs to try and find a way to get around defenders and different options if you're struggling. Mm-hmm. So let's look, um, go from near the bottom of the ladder to the very top of the ladder, Port Adelaide. I mean, there's not a lot gone wrong for them this year, is it? I mean, they've only used 30 players for a start, so they've been pretty injury-free and their young guys are growing and developing. So um, who's your stars at, uh, at Port? I think I'll go in the younger group because um, it's quite obvious with the older group with Travis Boak and... Um, Tom Rockcliffe and Ollie Wines, but I think that um, Connor Rosie will be a very important player for them. Um, I think um, he's got definitely that um, X factor and that craft. Um, I think that he'll um, definitely be up for the common medal in a couple of years' time. And I think Zach Butters um, is that um, that um, type of player that can go in the middle on the wing and the forward that can also rack up disposal if you need him to create score involvements and then in other areas where you can just kick goals off the ground where he kicked a goal off the ground like a soccer goal um, later this year which was you know one of the um goal of um goal of the year contenders um but yeah I think um 
they've got a great group of um, young players and I think that they're a quality side. Mm. Well, said not a lot's gone wrong, has it? They've had a, aside from a couple of injuries to people like Ryan Burton and so forth, but um, they've had a pretty good solid year, I reckon. They're yes. very happy. Um, Richmond, Premiership favourites. What's gone right there? Um, yeah, I think that um, Dylan Grimes has done really well for them. Um, as always, um, he's really stepped up um, in the absence of Alex Ranso as Noah Bolter. He's been, you know, that um, filling gap of Alex Rance. Um, so has um, Liam Baker has been doing quite well as well as at his age, um, still quite young. And um, I think Dustin Martin has been dropping off a bit, but um, he's, yeah, he's, he's always um, um, that, important, that important player when he ever, <clears throat> when he ever gets the ball that um, he'll always um, be important with for that kicking and um, score involvements. But at the moment he's, um, has been as consistent. What's the end of the season and he's coming out of his mid-season slumber, isn't he? I mean, uh, you know, ready for the big games. But what about your underperformer? There's um there's a couple of people who stand out to me at Richmond, but what's your thoughts? Um yeah, um I think that um Daniel Rioli has been a bit underperforming this year and um I think he's a bit of a where are you sort of player, but um yeah, I just think that he could do much better than what he's doing now. I think he's got a lot of talent, but he's just not obviously showing that right now. Hmm. Marlon Pickett, I mean, he was going to be the, the, the yeah. next greatest footballer ever seen, wasn't he? But, I thought, yeah, when he played that grand final, uh, yeah, he, he was definitely, he was considered the Norm Smith medal. But, yeah, I just, um, yeah, he's um, been a bit surprising this year where he hasn't, you know, continued that um, level of consistency in that great game in the grand final last year. And he hasn't really put that into this year, but... Yeah, I think he's got a lot of his potential, but he's just not hmm. showing what he can do. The two big forwards. I mean, we got uh, 28 goals to Tom Lynch and 26 goals to Jack Revolt. And I thought Jack had been struggling a bit this year, but 26, not a bad return, really. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I think um, Jack Jack Revolt. Um, yeah, he's been. You know, he's that um player that when whenever he gets the ball, he, he's quite reliable. But um, you know, when he when he when he does um when he's when he's in a game where he's not playing as um well as um his um potential is and his um, abilities, um I think that yeah, that can be a bit frustrating for the Richmond fan and for Richmond fans and for himself as well. Hmm. All right, over to the um St Kilda, um an emerging team possibly. Um they stacked up with a bunch of you know, middle-aged footballers in you know, that 26, 27 type age group. I mean, where are they sitting and who's performed well? Yeah, um, I think that, yeah, um, Dan Butler is an obvious, um, uh, and he's an obvious player who's been playing really well. And um, I think that Zach Jones has been doing well as well. And um, yeah, it's Nick Caulfield, um, I think he's had a, his breakout season and it's just been that um, really one of those players has been consistent with, um, you know, a rebounding defender. And, um, yeah, they've got a lot of players have been doing well. Um, 
um, I think they're underperforming. I think um, um, uh, Tim Memory, Tim Memory. I think that he's been a bit off. I think um, than what he than what we've seen him um do and what his abilities are. Um, I think that Bradley Hill, he's been important and he's you know he's always um one of the best um run and carry midfielders in the game. But I think that um, in some areas, he's been a bit off game. Mm. Jake Carlisle? He's very good for that. Um, in, in, um, can take um, intercept possessions and intercept marks. But, yeah, um, he's... Um, some points, he's been a bit questionable. But, yeah, he's, he's definitely... Um, Important play for them. Mm. And how about the uh, the dual ruck combination of Rowan Marshall and Paddy Ryder? Has it worked? I think yeah. I think Paddy Ryder's um, but he's um. I think these one of those ruckmans that that you sh- that you shouldn't um, you wouldn't worry about getting another ruckman to replace him. But yeah, he's just, um, he's um, he's he's definitely not um up to that standard that St Kilda wanted to be. Hmm. All right, we'll move on from there and we'll go up north a little bit and we'll um, see what happened at Sydney. Who have you got for me there? Sydney, I think that um, um, Tom Papley, obviously, he's um, doing well. Um, yeah, he's... Um, I think that they're putting... Yeah, they're putting him in um, mid and forward and I think that they should just stick into the forward line because that's where he's the most um, damaging. Um, yeah, it's... Um, who else? I think that Luke Parker, uh, as I said, yeah, he's, um, he's doing well. And Josh Kennedy, he's um, he's been, um, you know, he's been immense for them the last couple of years. Um, he's definitely um, a good leader, I think, um and for the younger ones, um, yeah, I think Isaac Heaney, um, he he has um he has been that um X Factor youngster for them, and you know one of those um best Beckys <laughs> he's taken in the past. Um, but um, yeah, I think um um they've um you know Cal- Callum Mills, um, he's another young talented player and. Um, he was actually a midfielder in the draft when they picked him up in 2016. But um, yeah, um, I think that um, he yeah he's a backman now. But I think yeah he's um I think that he's been um a big influence in the backline and maybe just maybe when you know Luke Parker or Josh Kennedy retire, I think that he'll maybe go in the midfield and see how he goes there for Sydney. What about underperformers? Aside from Buddy not playing a game through injury, um, who were our who were our strugglers there? Justin McNerney, I think that he's um, um that player that um is a bit um questionable on areas, and but he has um uh, played a couple of good games, but um you know he's um he's got to be consistent to be you know a quality player, um, and he's you know he just need gets to that point, but um. Yeah, um, I think that um, also, um, yeah, I think that, um, I think that um, James Rowbottom Ro- Ro- have also been important um, 
for them as well. He's had a good year, and I think that um, he's one of those um, young players to look forward to in the future. Okay. Um, West Coast, I mean, everybody talks about their injuries, but they've only had 36 players this year, so they're, um, they're well behind the worst in the league, which is Collingwood and Hawthorne and North Melbourne on 39. So has it really been that bad, and what's gone right in terms of players for them? I think the yeah, I think um, Andrew Andrew um Gaff yeah, he's always always been that consistent winger for them. But um, I think that Dom Sheed, I think he's been a bit off. I know he's that grand final um winner for them, and, he, and he's that grand grand final hero. But once that happens, yeah, that's 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 great. But also after that, you don't you know you don't think he's one of the best midfielders in the game. But yeah, he's um. Being, he can be very important in some areas, but I think he's um he's not um that player that West Coast have been cheering, seeing to see, um excited to see, and um wanted to see from him. Hmm. Tim Kelly seems to have finally settled in properly. Yeah, I think that um he'll be a very important player for West Coast. Um, um he has been a bit um. Not on not what what is best um is a couple in a couple games but um yeah um he's been um mostly very consistent for them and you know he's one of the best midfielders I have. Mm. And some great goal kicking power, isn't there? You got Josh Kennedy with thirty one, Jack Darling with twenty six, and Liam Ryan with twenty three goals. I mean, they're big, you know, fairly good returns for the year, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I think Jack Darling and Josh Kennedy is a perfect pair for. Goal kicking, and I think that they're both having very great successful years, and um, <clears throat> they, I don't think they've struggled at all with um, with the um, in terms of individual performances from the forwards. Well, we go to the last team on the list, which is another team that's used forty players this year. So the Western Bulldogs. Um, who's uh, who's done well there? Um. Yeah, I think the Bailey Smith, obviously that one, but I think that Lockie Hunter, he's um, he, I think, my opinion, I think he's definitely staying. I think that Brisbane stuff is all just, you know, speculation. I think that's true, but um, yeah, he's um, he's he's always been that um, great um kicker and um important for that um creating chances and creating goal assists and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I think that um. Also, um, Tom Liberatore and Caleb Daniel. I think that Caleb Daniel is definitely um, up there for um, the best kicks in the. He's the best kickers in the AFL. But um, yeah, he's um, he's like a he's like Adam Saad. I think Caleb Daniel. Mitch Wallace seems to have come to life in that more forward role that he's got, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a bit surprising. I think that um, no one really expected it, but um, it's good for him, good for Bulldogs, and it's been really influential for them. Mm. And um, their underperformance? I mean, do we need to talk much about Josh Bruce? <laughs> uh, whenever he, when he came to Bulldogs, um, we all expected high expectations from him. But, um, yeah, I think he's just still settling in. I think um just needs to get used to, um, you know, the... Because you know, whenever you move teams, um, you know different game plans, different people. But I think that um, yeah, um, I think he's still getting used to that. But um, yeah, he's um, he's um, been very important um, for them in certain areas, and 
um, marking and goal kicking wise. And Aaron Norton's season, good or were you a tick or a fail? I think um, I think leaning towards fail because he's you know he's had um, um, struggles with injuries. I think that's um, kind of inter- in, interfered with his career and um, and it stopped him from being as good as he actually is. But um, yeah, he's whenever he's in that form and when he's not injured, um, he's he's a superstar. So yeah. yeah, he's impressive, isn't he? All right, that's all the teams wrapped up. So um, we've been talking a little bit, so we're going to get through these next two sections quite quickly. So um, I really just want your top people. So who's going to take home the Brownlow medal? I think Lockie Neal. I think he's a very, very hard chance, very good chance. Um, who's going to push him? Anybody? Uh, Travis Boak will also be for Brownlow medal as well. They're both high-quality midfielders. And, um, yeah, he's um, definitely had a good year as well. So can't see any smokies getting up? Mm, no, not really. No? Oh, cool. All right, and the other important um, individual award is the NAB Rising Star. Um, obviously, Matt Rowell looked like he had that sewn up after five rounds, but then he mm-hmm. did his shoulder, so um, opened up the field, didn't it? Yeah, um, when when Matt, Matt Rowell got injured and Caleb Sarong had his chance, he definitely took that, and I think he's well in for that rising star. And I think that also um, Noah Anderson is a big contention as well. Um, he's been quite consistent these last couple of games and, um, you know, he's um, definitely got a lot of potential and talent um, for, for the future. Any chance, Will Day? Um, yeah, I think uh, he's top three, I reckon. Um, he's definitely contending with Caleb Sarong. Um, but, yeah, I think that Caleb Strong might just get slipped past through there, but Will Day definitely, definitely a um, big contender there. Excellent. All righty. Well, that's your take on the players. So um, we'll go and uh, rest for a week. Um, season finishes this weekend, and then we get ready for the finals. So um, I'm sure we'll be back shortly to uh, talk about who's going to win the premiership this year and, uh, and what else there is around. So, um, yeah, you've been listening to Emily's Insight on Sport. Um, We've done our second AFL one and um, no doubt cricket's coming soon.